Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Mary Alice had a baby And it looked just like I did We got married on a Monday And I've been working ever since Every week down at the Ford plant But now they're shutting down Goddamn Reagan's in the White House And nobody gives a damn Double-digit unemployment TVA be shutting soon Putting people on the moon So I took to running numbers For this man I used to know And I sell a few narcotics And I sell a little Welcome to episode 124 of the After Lodge Podcast Brought to you from the back room of a local lodge In a small town near you Which managed to survive Mother's Day weekend mm. We're back Still here with After Lodge, Jason, who's uh, gentle sir, been here for a while, offering free tech support no. to any and all comers no. to our little lodge no. in the hills. Show up with your computer, and he'll help you out. Got, no, uh, worship bliss producer Bruce. Hey, I mean, he's zero for for one though. So I'm gonna start I, calling him Slim. Me? Losing a little too much weight. Oh, well, thank you. Well, let me just yeah. go on and point and good out morning. that I, just just as a free since we're on that free tech advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you're giving out? If one antivirus is good, you should definitely install three like this gentleman did. Well, yeah. Because they Absolutely. definitely will work better. Mm-hmm. I got that from Leo Laporte himself. Mm-hmm. It's like wearing three condoms. Uh, it is exactly what I was going to say. You may continue with your introduction, We sir. also uh, have our, our irreverent, reverend brother, chaplain, spiritual guide, medicine man. Talk in the mic and get off the iPad. Cultural shaman. Shaker of staves. We call him Boss Hog in these parts. That's uh, you. Oh. We're, we're, we're all looking at you. You can say something. Uh, good uh, week, everybody. I was I was reading. I Are was you seriously to, looking at the it's, round it's table like right now? It's like he's never been in front of a microphone before. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to catch up on the... Jason sent out he's a lot of stuff. He's trying to catch stuff. up on the Masonic round table. Look at this. <laughs> that's Nick's face. That is Nick Johnson's face. I was doing research. Oh, wait, that's just your wallpaper. I'm sorry, I didn't realize we had started yet. I heard music playing. I wasn't... My bad. I'll pay attention to the rest of the show. Why is his face your wallpaper? I thought you were watching Uh, the round table. Turns out it's just his wallpaper. I will pay attention to the rest of the show. I'm sorry. I I had a good week. (laughs) Thanks, Tony. Jason, you were talking about the antivirus earlier. I'm just curious... When you were loading up the computer, did you hit the F1 button? Sometimes that'll that'll help. Mm-hmm. I did. And F9. And F8. 10. 12. 
and F U. Did you try jiggling it? Sometimes if you jiggle it. I did. It. Uh, I also hit the F15 button. Now that one's hard to find. It's on um, the underside. You got to flip the keyboard yep. over. Mm-hmm. No, actually, we There's use, a little tech secret for you, Tony. Yep. We got, you didn't know that. Mm-hmm. At work, we've got like up to F36 buttons. Um, that's not making that up. It's a, a. I forget the stuff that we use. It's got like three rows of F buttons. Why would it be 36, though? Wouldn't it be some. It goes F1 through 12. Then it starts with 13 through 24. That makes sense. Then it goes 25 12. through. Three rows of 12. Yeah. Why? Because the we use a AS four hundred system on inventory and all this stuff, and there's there's just a lot of different commands, and so you just that's really why they hired Tony. He's like the only guy still in the industry that remembers how to use those. I mean, I just don't understand yeah. why they just don't make it a shortcut. Like, have you like ever three worked, letters have you or ever something? Worked with a mainframe? Have you ever worked in the private industry? Have you ever worked? <laughs> <laughs> You know what it costs to upgrade your computer? Let me explain something. We have invested money in all these keyboards. explain something It's a sunk cost, Tony. I've been here since 8 o'clock in the morning with Bob. And how much have you accomplished? Nothing. Actually, I've made some headway, but I'm just letting you know. I don't think you jiggled it. My fuse has been lit since then, and you don't want to be standing next to me when I go off, and you certainly don't want to be applying more fire to that fuse, and that is what you're doing right now. Now, this is the same Bob that Harlan, I'm, I'm Harlan like a gave, rabid dog. I don't care who I bite at this point. That Harlan gave the long Masonic etiquette speech to about at lodge. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. Bob mm-hmm. <laughs> got up and said everything Harlan said backwards. He summarized it backwards. He summarized it. That was hilarious. Let's yeah. see. This is the same Bob. Um, we'll, we'll let it go. I love Bob. God, Bob, Bob is Bob. awesome. You gotta love Bob. Bob is a we good brother. Talk about the two of you and and how much you paid attention. Uh, when you were learning certain signs, no, we got to talk oh, about you using signs. You come in and and, yeah. and and I used a little gesture to let you know that I was in distress, that I was having trouble. And I turned right around and went back out the door. <laughs> no, you didn't turn around and, and go back out the door. To the you aid of fl- himself, you fleed the scenes. What you did, I that's, tried. I tried. I was trying to save Bruce. There was I a thought, greater probability of saving his say, life than yours. Yes, <laughs> perfect. I thought yes, you were going to the perfect. car to get a gun. No, that's fair. Uh, Bruce pulled in behind me. I was going out to warn him. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's that's allowed. But you, you know, we, that's, we, that's you know, the greater good. Y'all know we got changed, like when we do the show now, because he knows where to find me. No, see, I came in, and you're sitting there with Bob, and there's a bunch of computers strown out, and like cables running, and I, I did. That's all I had to. That's all I had to see to know that this was not a safe environment to be in. You are now Bob's Sunday morning coffee club. <laughs> that's you, Jason. He's gonna be here every week, thanks to you. You're his liaison. Thanks, Laporte. Jason. Leo Laporte. The best thing you can do is not hey, fix the computer. Hey, guys, we get paid a dollar twenty-five every time someone I, says I, that. So can we? Because I, once I, you I, fix Leo, Leo Laporte, yes, thank you. Hmm. Once you fix it, then you're his. Now you're his IT department. Oh, I have been for years. But but. Well, how come he's been going to Geek Squad? Because I've been ducking him. Oh. <laughs> He hunted me down. He came in the lodge with the computer under his arm. He breaks you computers sent him to Geek faster Squad, than Jason and this is the same him. guy that the Geek Squad sold him a hundred and ten dollar free upgrade. Mm-hmm. You remember to yes. Windows, <laughs> to yes. Windows ten or whatever. Yeah, it's a free upgrade, and they charged him a hundred and ten dollars. Well, they didn't do the work. They downloaded it. That's work. It was a it was a RAM upgrade. They're they not getting paid for what they do. Software. They're getting paid for the what computer. they know, and they know how to download that free upgrade. Bob does not. <laughs> 
Which, if he'd only waited like five or six months, Microsoft just started doing it for you. Like, if you own Windows 7, for, it just goes ahead and downloads free. it. Yeah. Mm. They just go ahead and download it. And then they put this innocuous looking... It's almost like <clears> malware. <throat> like, you click this button because you think you need to click it. Kind of. But well, then you install Windows 10. Right. That, that took away my free will and my my freedom. My First Amendment rights by them automatically rights? Update, upgrading me. I should not have had to accept that upgrade. You didn't have to. Well, by God, they automatically did it on their own. Is no, what you're they saying. just downloaded it. Plus, you don't own Microsoft Windows. I own my computer. You own, like, you own your computer. Yeah, you don't you own the software that runs on, the software. on it. That's um, Microsoft software. They just give you the privilege to use it. Now, Harley, I think you're the only person that will appreciate <laughs> the privilege this. you're paying for. But <laughs> like, I've had a crappy week. Do you see why this is just ironic for how my week went? That this is what I wound up doing on my only day off this week. No, karma's a bitch. Like, no, I mean, stop and think. I don't think you're putting it together. How does Microsoft make money if they give away free upgrades? I guess I'm not. It's a good question. The news I got, like, on Thursday about the thing. Oh, yes, okay. And then this is what I wind up doing. Yes. Yeah. It was just a little little twist from the Grand Architects. Like, (laughs) hey, let me pour some salt in there, buddy. It's like karma, man. I, I don't know where you picked up all the bad karma, but knowing you, you I did got some somewhere. Wheels. Yeah. Um, Har- Harlan. Um, yes, sir. How, how was your week, man? Uh, it was a week. Took a test. Another one. I swore off standardized tests after the bar years ago, and uh, Baloo is a bear. Did it again. Did you what? Uh, did you pass? I did. Um, the old the old <laughs> test in this state, the old standardized test in the state that you had to take at the end of every school year, uh-huh. that was a sample question on every one for like five, ten years was Baloo is a bear. And then you had like multiple choice. To, to, said what? I don't remember. True? False? No, maybe? it was like... There were four letters. You had to guess one and hope you were right. That's Well, I think it was yeah, but like... but it's just a statement. What What's the question? I don't I don't remember. I don't, I blue really, is a bear, Bagheera is what? No, no, no. It was blue is a bear, and then like you had to answer something about that sentence. But it was a sample question, so it wasn't like hard. It was just like the right answer, mm. maybe worded different or something. I don't remember what the sample was, but it was like for anybody my age that went to school in this state remembers that being the first question hmm. on that test every year. I don't recall. Mm. So did you pass that test? Yes. Uh, here in a few weeks, I will be a, a certified information you know you system security I professional. It was a curve. Uh, no, no, that Sisp. one isn't. Okay. So you've already got your results and you yeah. passed. It came out of the testing center, yeah. yeah you knew you would pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony, how how was your week? <clears throat> Does this mean you also have your A plus plus certification now? And no. No, this is. Um, you just ask a computer <clears throat> engineer if he had an A plus plus certification. Yeah, you don't. You don't get those. Like the engineering school will take your degree back if you go get those certifications. Mm. Hmm. Like, uh, no, 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 no. We're <laughs> just gonna go ahead and take this. You're not using it. <laughs> My week was extremely boring. Same old, same old. Traveling, one hotel to the other. It's kind of like the life of a a really crappy rock star. It's like you just, mm, because no. you go from town to town, from place to place, no. and no, and and, and, and nobody yes. comes to your show. You're there for one person. Usually. He's still I mean, got. It's, he's it's a sold out show every time. Is what you in cocaine. What's that? You, hey, you still got a groupie or two in cocaine. You got none of that. I said a really crappy. How's rock your star. How's your bus looking though? But well, no, but 
it all looked up today when I came into the lodge. <laughs> and I seen the look on your face, it, it Jason. It took two seconds. You just looked at Jason of, of and, exasperation. and everything was instantly better. And, and I knew that no matter how bad things are, mm-hmm. no matter what happens to me, I did not have to deal with Bob since 8 o'clock this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I like Bob. No, nobody, we're, we dealing all, with, we with all like Bob's Bob. not the issue here. Dealing with Bob's computer problems is the issue. Because mm-hmm. he explains. Everybody, like, everybody he, likes Bob. They just yeah, don't like his like computer he, problems. He sits there and spends 45 minutes explaining to you stuff that has no bearing on anything. It doesn't make any sense at all. His niece sent him an email yeah, three I, years I, ago. I, don't, I know. <laughs> and, and he doesn't think she's and, dirty, but that might be a dirty picture. He don't know. And, and then his came over and looked at the number he got his number off the bottom of his uh, modem wasn't it because he said his phone was oh he's got three routers he told me he had three routers Hmm. his his neighbor's phone it's like having three antiviruses it it routes the data faster if you split it into three streams his Mm -hmm. neighbor's phone was going slow and so his neighbor comes over and gets all the information off the bottom of his router Without, well, Bob's, oh, Bob's going to prison for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that is some shady Bob's supplying stuff. email for half of his half of his subdivision. I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. No, that's it's some shady stuff going on. The router stuff. That. Yeah. No, when when you sent him in there to talk to me, he started talking about the computer, and before he even like finished that breath, he was talking about driving an M60 tank for like ten minutes. He was telling me about how all the new upgrades they're making to the M60s, and <clears> that the engines have 300 more horsepower than they used to. And I'm like, Jason. In some of my training classes, as far as managers and stuff, I had to get him away from me, dude. I don't feel sympathy for you. That was my life for hours before you got here. Send him into a room that nobody's in. One of the first things I tell people, I I did five times. Is eat the frog. I told him he had to come in here and sit down. Is eat the frog. Send him to timeout. Eat the frog. When you start off in the middle or at the beginning of the day, the first thing you do is you eat the frog. Now, eating the frog's disgusting. It's slimy. It's horrible. It's I think Jason around. and I are both thinking something frog? entirely different from what you're trying to say, Tony. So yeah. you eat the frog. Yeah, now, we if you'll eat the frog the very first thing of the day, no matter uh-huh. what else happens to you, yeah. the rest of the day goes pretty good. And that's what you've done today. No, you have I've ate not. your frog. It's a big ass frog. I've got more frog to eat when the show's <laughs> he over. He ain't done. He just ate the head. <laughs> but that's that's the theory. And so you didn't you didn't eat the frog, man. And, and what it relates to is do the thing that you don't like. There's always something, part of your job you hate to do, you don't like. Like getting out of bed? Do that part of your job. As soon as you get I tend there, to do that first thing is, in the morning. Is that you eating your frog, Harlan, is just yes. getting out of bed? First thing in the morning. Worst mm, task of the day. I'm going to blow up the whole damn world. It's too early. Harlan, it's 1030. What the <laughs> what happens the rest of the day? You can say, man, that the was bad. The sun's been up for four like hours. That. But at least it wasn't as bad as eating that frog. And that's that's the theory. But so I've thought you ate the frog this morning right off the bat, but evidently it was a huge frog. It's Here, here's an idea. <laughs> you got a lot of frogs. Today. Go on with your day without eating the frog, and then when bad things happen, you could be like, "Hey, at least I didn't have to eat a frog today." You have just ruined thirty years <laughs> <laughs> of corporate training. In two minutes. Eat a frog one day, not every day, just the first day. That's what I, that's what I do on work at Monday. I take everything I can get my hands on, mm-hmm. and I just go ahead and write off Monday as the worst day of my life. Mm-hmm. And and then the rest of the week's lighter because I took all this crap nobody else yeah. took on Monday. No matter what happens, at least it wasn't as bad as Monday. Like I've already wrote off Monday in my head that that is a black hole day. So Mondays truly do suck for you. Though. I will be taking Advos tomorrow. They are already there. Mm-hmm. I have dug mine out of the out of the pallets. I'll be taking Advos tomorrow. And I had no DPS Saturday, so you can only imagine. 
how much I'm going to have on Monday. Like, I had, like... You had some kind of voting box holder thing. And I had to pick up canned goods for the poor people, <clears throat> from the poor people, so I can turn around and give them back to the poor people, I, I guess. I didn't pick up one. Pathetic. Um, 834 nobody addresses. Not a single one of them. Well, they're rich. They don't know what it's like to be hungry. Right. Was there a thing? I'm not giving my... Last yeah. week for food? Saturday. National Canned no, Food what Drive it is, Day. Is the neighborhoods yeah. that Bruce delivers to has a lot of house poor people. So they're not putting any food out because they're scrounging every bit of food they can find. Maybe, maybe they just they've don't got have seven thousand square foot houses, but all the rooms are empty because they have no more money. Well, yes. maybe they just don't have any canned goods because they just have a maid who comes in and prepares their food. That's, they don't that's handle a good that. Point too. No, their their pantry's all like fresh. No, stuff. those those neighborhoods around here, most of those houses you go in and it's like Bruce said. There's like a jar of peanut butter in the refrigerator and. That's about it. All the furniture that's in the entire house you can see through the windows at the front of the house. Well, yes. How did they advertise? I didn't know it was National Cam Food Day. Yeah. Or there was a flyer it's, that should have been it, in your mailbox second, one day this Is week. it always the second Saturday? I think it's yeah. always the second Saturday in May. Yep. So and what do you? the carrier so, will pick up. You just leave a bag of canned goods at your mailbox. Now, guys, I have a serious question. The carrier question. will pick it up, and is, is, that gets donated. And what do you all do with the food? We give it to a There's local food There's a giant semi-truck at the station. When we get back, everybody just loads it onto there, and then depending on where you are, that goes to different... I always set one can different charities or, below or, the mailbox. Whoever needs on it. On the ground. I didn't see that. One can? Past it. That's I, worse than no cans. Honey. I know. I didn't see it. I That's like your acknowledgement that, hey, I could be donating some food, but here's this one can of uh, beets. No, gentlemen. That, <laughs> that nobody is ever going <laughs> to eat. That I bought by mistake four years ago. Last week, I had a situation bite me in the ass, and I need to get to the bottom of it and explain to everyone it is not my fault. We have a local event that's a big deal that happens every year last week. Is somebody okay. really cutting their damn grass right now? Yes. Jesus. It's, it's Sunday, dude. Then, so, Working on the Lord's Day. So that happens here. And then the next week is the canned food drive followed by Mother's Day. Mother's Day is always the day after the canned food drive. Always. This week, Mother's Day was last week. Who the hell decided to move Mother's Day up a week? I, y'all are giving me these blank looks like I don't know what I'm talking about. I went back through the you calendar. Don't know what you're talking about. I went back through the calendar. It was the second Sunday for like the past past five years. Some calendar maker put changed the date and he hey, trolled everybody hey, in the United States. Last Sunday, uh, Sunday was the second. Was Sunday. the second Sunday of May? Yes. 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 The eighth of May first was a Sunday, so May eighth was the second. That's what happened to you. Mm, Sunday, Sunday came early. We are currently on the third Sunday. Sunday came early. That's what it is. Sunday came too early in the month. So that event that happens on the first Saturday was actually... Mm, that's where I got screwed up. How do you like even know something like that? As far as Mother's Day always comes out. Because after. we're Masons and we don't think in terms of, of days of the month. We yeah, think of like never, the first, second, third, It's never whatever. been the Sunday after Lodge. That's, that's I, how I we just, do our calendar. I, I don't understand why that information is even in your brain. Because it's like never why. been the Sunday after Lodge. Oh, okay. Harlan, you're smart. That would make sense. Jason, you, well, you, all three of y'all are smart. No, all three of y'all are smart. Explain to me how they come up with Easter. You really want me to? No, I'm serious. There's there is a formula. There it's is. along the lines of what you're talking about. There is a formula that it's the 
first Sunday after the first equinox, after the Hang on, does anybody else see the problem with the man who's running the church asking us how they come up with the damn Easter date? Shouldn't he be the one explaining it hmm. to us? Okay, the, way the, the, the way first the, Sunday after the vernal equinox. first full moon. <laughs> I just said it. That's it. No, it, it can't be after the vernal, because then it would be at the same day every year. Or around the same time. Like, Easter jumps around, like, in a month and a half window. Yeah. No, it's it's after the... It's something to do with the first full moon, or the moon cycle, after the equinox. I've read it before, and I keep, I can't ever remember how they figured it out. Because well, it's the first full moon after the first... You see, the here's, here's, the, here's why it doesn't make sense to you. Back in the day, they deleted some books out of the Bible, especially some New Testament books. You didn't get the chapter where Jesus was a werewolf. If the full moon falls on a Sunday, then Easter is the following Sunday. The holiday can occur anywhere between March 22nd and April 25th. The Western Church does not use the actual da, 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 fixed date. Yes. That was not very helpful. It was <laughs> Except for the idea the It's was, the first full moon after right. the vernal equinox. Because right? the idea there was a member of was they, were, they were trying to get Easter to, to follow after when Passover traditionally was because that's like part of the story, right? The Last Supper and all of that. And so... Most years it lines up when you do it based off the moon after the equinox because the Hebrew calendar is a lunar calendar. But some years it gets thrown off like this year because we have leap months on the Hebrew calendar and they're not they're not formulaic really. It's there's a council that decides we're going to have a leap month this year. And so <laughs> well that's yeah, yeah, that's going to keep your records real straight. It does. It's real easy to predict future dates and events whenever the council of the calendar get together and just we're adding a new month on no it's an no, important council 15 Jason. months this year it works like it's because the, the dates don't otherwise change like if it's the fifth of one month it's always going to be the fifth of that month it's to keep the seasons in line with the calendar because when you do a lunar calendar it shifts faster than a solar calendar with the seasons because the seasons are caused by the sun not the moon it seasons in the sun i got it i heard <laughs> that song mm-hmm but yes, so it's so. What was it, Bruce? It's the first Sunday after the full moon after the equinox, unless, right? Unless the first Sunday is the full moon, and then it's the following one. If the full moon falls on a Sunday, then Easter is the following Sunday. Okay, so yep. everything in the Bible is a parable. This also is a parable. That's Jews nice. screw up everything. That's the lesson you need to take away from what you just learned here, no, Tony. It's only screwing up if you're trying to base a religious calendar off of another religion's calendar. Then it gets complicated. There's no reason that the church couldn't have just fixed Easter at like a certain day. Bruce, other how than was your week? They wanted it to follow Passover. Relatively uneventful. Uh, we had fun last night. A bunch of us got together and celebrated the end of Canned Food Drive Day. Um, By eating the canned food? No, by no. eating stuff that well, isn't in cans. If you put tuna <clears throat> fish out on Bruce's route, it doesn't make <laughs> it does its not, way to the it truck. It does not. He just it puts, depends he puts how a much. $5 bill in there instead and just saying, well, they can buy their own tuna. It's, it, everybody gets what they want. What's wrong with this? I do have a question for Harlan, though. Uh, by my count, by the way, I, I still have 43 seconds of, of your counsel left. Hmm. Uh, if, if I'm walking down the street and somebody attacks me just out of the blue, just random mugging or whatever, and I grab that person and I throw him into a car. Hmm. Who is liable for that damage to the car? Still you. Yeah, it's still you. Huh. Then you can sue them to yes. recover your damages that you paid out to those people. 
Yes. Okay. It's a whole lawyer daisy chain all the way down. It's lawyers. That way, everybody gets a lawyer. Eventually, somebody. So, so it's it's technically me, yeah. but it, still, in the end, it, it I can yes. I, I just have to try and get it from that guy. But then you gotta go on yes. Judge Judy twice. <sighs> Worth it. If you're in a ten car pileup and the car behind you, you're number six. The car number ten hits number nine, hits number like eight, hits number ten, time. you know, or all the way forward, and you're number Human six, and, and it causes you to hit number five. You're responsible no. for the damages to number five. That's what my insurance company told me because that happened to me. It is, but they settle all that behind the scenes. Yeah, and if that actually went to court, it wouldn't work that way. It would be whoever caused the thing in the first place, like whoever the back car was that pushed all the other ones. Because basically, what happens is is Two recovers their damages for yeah, but you have to be able to argue that all the other cars couldn't have stopped. What well, if, if, that, what if Tony well, was sitting depends. there in neutral without his foot on the brake, yeah. and it depends on if they were already stopped. If he had been like paying attention, he could have. I, I don't and, know. and I know because this happened to me personally. Like I was at a red light, like with my foot on the brake, like I was stopped, and this girl came flying, and I guess wasn't paying attention. There's a red light, and just slammed into the back of my car. They couldn't have and pushed the car into the car in front of me. There was nothing else I could have done. Like I was observing all due diligence that's required. That's on the why road. you should have left more stopped. of a following distance in between. Pull the, the e-brake. Two. You should have not have pulled all the way up that close. You should have left a, some distance between you. That's what you. There could have was done. enough mm-hmm. distance that I could see the tires of the car in front of me because that's the rule I follow. So if that car breaks down, I can good rule. pull out from behind them. No, that's that's, that's, good rule. that's the rule. That's what you're yes. supposed to do. You're supposed I, that's to be where able to I see was. the tires touching the ground. She so hit the car really them. hard and pushed it into the one in front. She she did, was not slowing down. It wasn't like, oh, crap, there's a red light. I'm going to slam on the brakes. It was just boom, boom. Hmm. Yeah. Well, this happened right up here where our little speedway is. You get off the expressway to turn left to, like we were coming to Lodge. And up there, you have so many people that are trying to always cut in that everybody pulls like within four inches of yes. the car in front of them so nobody can get over. Because it's a race. Yeah. It's it, a NASCAR it, it, track. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's what happened. So when one car hit the back, this happened, that I was involved in about, I guess, six or five, six years ago. And it was just boom, 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 boom. And I had to pay for the truck in front of me. You should have. You were too close. Yes. But if I didn't, if I wasn't that close, a car could pull in. Mm-hmm. And I'd lose my spot. So you paid the price of defending your right. Mm-hmm. That's not a right. That's that's called being an asshole. No, no, that is exactly what you do. Like no, we've got the interstate no. junction, the big one north of here. Mm-hmm. That people do that, and and you can bet your ass that like people, that's what you do. You hug the car in front of you because the asshole is the guy that didn't wait in line like everybody else is supposed to, and and and, and, oh. and they, they took their time. No, you're the butthole that comes up and. Tries well, to pass everybody up and squeezes in passing, at the last minute. But why are you passing judgment on that guy? Why not just decide why, everybody's gonna, trying to get home and leave the proper room because between if, you because and if that I'm car? Gonna, because if I'm going to sit there yes. and I'm going to wait, take and do the right thing and wait my time, and I'm not letting some crackhead come up and yes. at the now, last minute. How do you minute, know he's you, a crackhead? You, One of my favorite scenes. Because he will be if he gets out of the car and I get it, out of the car. His you know head's going to be cracked. How do you know he is ain't that not what a crackhead is? How do, you, how do you know that he didn't know he needed in that lane? What if he couldn't get in that lane? He was trying to get in that lane, but he couldn't get he in that had, lane. He's seen it's the not, line of traffic It's not way like back. there were signs. He's seen the it's line not, of traffic It's not like you're on the freeway. Bifferty justice here. It's not like you were on the freeway and there's been signs for the past five miles that the right lane's going to be closed. In that case, I understand what you're saying. But that's oh, just oh, that's the same. That's the same that's scenario. Di- to me, that's different because why that's, is it different? 
Because you've had five miles of warning, this lane's getting ready to close, you're still cruising, you've had plenty of time to get over. But that, if you don't know where you're going, you don't know that intersection's busy that time of day, because that intersection goes from nobody's there to everybody's there. Right. Yep. Yeah. So if you get off there and then you're like, well, shit, everybody's here, because sometimes I pull off right there to come to here. (coughs) That's what it's really about. And traffic is backed up past that. Well, no, I just go on down and turn around. I don't even try to get over because of Tony. Mm-hmm. But sometimes whenever Thanks, I get off at that exit, traffic's backed up past where I get off at. Right. So you're automatically going to think I'm an asshole, didn't wait my turn. Well, this is where I entered the roadway. No, I can see that, though. But if you're riding yes. all the way up to the front and you're taking it at the last minute trying to get over, and now you're holding back cars that are going to go straight. I'm not waiting at the last minute. What I'm trying okay, to tell you is I'm driving. Okay, not only that, I'm you're only there with my turn signal I'll on. You're you. four inches from everybody, and so is everybody no, else. There's no place for me to I'll, get in. I'll let you in back in the back. When everybody's trying to get over, I'll let you mm-hmm. in back there. Yeah, you will. But the closer and closer you come up to the yes. light, and I've known, I've seen where you've just been passing everybody right. up because yeah. you didn't want to wait your turn. I've not been passing over. Especially considering you've been waiting in that line five. Ten minutes, and this You're asshole just drove four inches past from you. the car in front oh. of you. What am I because going to do? Stop there like and you. wait, and then and then hold up yes. all the cars. Yes, yes. Yeah. And that is one of my favorite things mm-hmm. to see during rush hour. Is that that junction I'm talking about? The guy that's sitting there, like where the emergency lane ends, with his blinker on, and everybody's just cruising past him because that that's just what you get, buddy. You're gonna yeah. sit there for the next half hour. They shut a bridge down here in our close to our state. Here, you gotta be careful. Uh, because you had so many last-minute people that were coming south over where the bridge is there. You had so many people that were waiting until the last minute to try to make that right-hand turn because there was always a line here, and they were holding people by up in the middle lane, and so they were impeding the, the free flow of traffic. They closed that interstate down. They closed that one that exit, exit off I, I because, what, because of that. she's talking about. I do. I didn't, we, I we have bridges you know around that? here? Yes, yes. Uh, but but they actually closed that down because of that fact of people waiting to the last minute and it was causing too much traffic back mm-hmm. up. But, the, but thought, that's we'll a much. But, we'll just close it. Okay, off. this is Nobody this is pointless it. without people like seeing diagrams of this, a Judge Judy style diagram. I'm telling you, if you get off coming northbound on that road, mm-hmm. any time after three o'clock, mm-hmm. you can't get in that line of cars. I don't even try anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. I have to go all the way down to John Smith Highway. All the way down through there, and then this, turn around somewhere up there. This would seem less disingenuous if you weren't the guy that's the reason Tony and I have to hug the bumper of the I, car in front no, of us. I ne- no, I never do that. That is something I, I, I... Oh, I'll pass you at 95 miles an hour. I'll pass you in an emergency lane. But I never, like, don't wait my turn. Now, I, now I do have sympathy, because this happens to me. If you're unfamiliar... And there's a lot of times that, you know, you think you're going to take the left to get onto the interstate or whatever. You go up and you find it's in the right. Now you're screwed. But, but you, you know, can that, but you can tell. You yeah. can tell the people that are, like, lost. Because mm-hmm. I, I do this every morning because I take that same exchange and it's a part mm-hmm. of my commute. You can tell when somebody's like, oh, oh, crap. And, like, just by the way their car's driving, you know, versus the guy that you see pull over into the left lane way back in your rearview mirror and start shooting all the way up to the front and trying mm-hmm. to cut in right before the ramp splits off that's the guy you leave sitting on the ramp emergency lane with his blinker on and everybody's laughing at him as we roll on by now if he's got um a masonic sticker on the back of his car because this is oh if he's got one of those then i'm pulling over and getting out and we're having a chat we're gonna have a yeah whisper some good counsel you don't drive like that with stickers on maybe you should uh that's happened before maybe you should give the benefit of of, maybe you should give the benefit of the doubt to the brother instead of just assuming he's trying to ow screw you. you didn't have to throw shit at me i think he's trying to screw you out of 
Nope. Like 10 seconds. At most, 10 seconds. Nope, that's because what we're talking about. You realize that, right, Bruce? At most, we're talking about 10 seconds. It's not the But you're talking about the 10 minutes I've spent in the lane. <laughs> it's not 10 seconds. It's 10 seconds plus 10 minutes. And yeah, that's not how math that works. That guy though. has to wait 10 minutes because I waited 10 minutes. But, that but, is how math but the works. Whole problem, but if I left work 25 minutes later, I'm not waiting that 10 minutes anyway. And generally, the whole problem, what causes that I've already waited that 10 minutes. What causes that lane to be so freaking backed up to begin with? People doing is that. all of the last minute yes. mergers. If everybody would get in line, so that, so they would go this? on smooth. But so when everybody keeps merging at the last minute, so that's you, what causes so, everybody to have to so slow you down. So you guys have decided as highway engineers that you're going to solve this problem by ass-hugging. We've decided every, it along with the entire, entire discussion is irrelevant because in 50 years when traffic is automated, none of these problems will exist. Correct. Because the car will slip Everything in the line. Everything will flow. Okay, that's a question. Are they going to be able to engineer assholiness into no. the Google car? No. Into the Google. No, because that <laughs> because car, one Google more, car is going to be an asshole to another Google no, no, no. car. The, the more money you spend on your car, the higher the, your asshole you, level is allowed yes. to go. Like then you, you, you can turn you, it up to like you fifteen if you have merge. a Lamborghini. Yeah, if you, yeah, if yeah, you yeah, pay yeah, enough yeah. money, you get special merge privileges in your Google car. The car right. is automatically going to know that car wants to come over, so it's going to yeah. slow down its speed just a little bit to give that car you, enough room to come over. Just a little plus, bit, just plus, a tiny hair. No, there's not slamming on brakes. There's not, and you're not going to need asshole privileges because they'll be irrelevant like the traffic will just be flowing right. so there's no need for you oh, to no. merge in at the last every minute. car on the road will be going 20 miles an hour slower but everyone will still be getting there faster no 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 yes. you no, you guys are, are straight wrong about it because what will happen is you'll be able to pay like an extra thousand bucks to the state to and override then, the and, yes. and you uh, won't get the like everything will go your way like you won't get light shit like that oh yeah the uh, f- fast pass, I, b- I believe yeah. that's called. Yeah. yeah, you won't get lights. You, you won't pay for get the held up. Pass, You'll yeah. get the right away. Other like automated cars will auto slow down for you. Mm. But they won't have to. Like it won't make a difference. Like no. having asshole privileges won't get you there any faster. If all cars were driving with with computers, with so mind. they're driving the way they're supposed to be driving. Right. Like you, you don't need to be an asshole mm-hmm. because traffic is just flowing. But like you guys do understand. Like there's been studies on this. And if you maintain a bubble around your car, and if somebody wants to, like, come into your lane no matter where at, like, if you take, like, the mindset out of it no matter where at they're at or where how long they've waited, and you just, like, back up and maintain your bubble, let them in, traffic moves, like, way smoother. There's not those traffic waves where you've stopped for no reason because it's busy okay. and you don't know why you've stopped, and then you these, just start going again and you stop again. You're right, but are these people the, don't do that. Are these the same people that conducted... Hey man, the, the man conduct- he is don't change the man I am. That's what I'm saying. I do it, but most people don't. The people that conducted these studies are they the same ones that conducted the studies on the one day classes? Mm. I think so. That- <laughs> I think there are people. I would love the, to see those. Studies. This is li- the like, statistician is- that engineered that was the guy in his in his Honda Civic with the spoilers that had his <laughs> blinker on in the uh, in the Here's emergency the, uh, lane. It was a double spoiler. Two hours. Too. Gentlemen, yeah. welcome to the special presentation of the After Lodge's most boring shit we could think of. <laughs> So far, no, we've presented no. how Easter gets to be the day it is and traffic. You know, I've noticed there's a correlation between, like, how much stuff we have on the whiteboard and, and how much BS we talked before. Yeah. Because it's, it's like a chore. It's like, eh, we, we're just putting it off. We're procrastinating. When, the, when there's too much to do, you, you don't even want to start. Yeah. You it, can't even start. Look, at all, look Harlan, at all those things. Harlan, I have horrible news. Let's, let's talk about Easter. Now, you just got, you just got your day. certification to be a security expert on the inner tubes. 
Well, I got a certification that says that He's I got am. a little Jesus patch. He wears on okay, shirt. <laughs> so you've got your patch. Yeah, you've got on. your badge. Let's actually get a gun. Yeah. You've <laughs> got your credentials. He yes. gets a gun. It's an internet gun, though. He, he gets it? a taser. He has to print it out on a three D printer. <laughs> Is he the one that has to stand up and they side over there in the internet somewhere and just watch everybody walking in? And yes. Out? Is that, he's the internet security guard. But he's not allowed to racially profile. Observe and uh, actually, I am. That's that's a I key part. Like the, wa- that's a key like part the Walmart of, greeter, okay. but for the internet. Yeah. It's a key part of what security professionals do. They, well, I guess it's nationalism more than racism. It's like, oh, that traffic came from China. We're just gonna wall that off. Mm-hmm. We don't make enough money off of China and everything that comes out of there is nefarious, so just block. Sir, I have your first case. Now, this is a very important one. Some people have said it's a little too big for your first case, but I've said no. Internet cop Harlan can handle it. Internet. <laughs> the Internet police officer known as Harlan. Dun, 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 dun. According to a Catholic website, the Masons have been hacked. They have hacked into our IPs. I saw that. They have stolen our information. All of us. All of our secret information. Lodge minutes, everything. They compiled six entire gigabytes of data. Six gigabytes of minutes. No organization would collect six gigabytes of data. Six. Just as a social club. Mm -hmm. Like, there's there's some nefarious stuff going on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Of the Grand Lodge of Paris, which doesn't exist. But, nevertheless... I think they meant this other lodge that's not recognized by Oogly. Um, I need you on this case, man. Well, I will be. That's that's why I have this certification is to be in these kind of cases. It's he's not wait, to actually be the gun cop. To finish printing. It's not actually about being the cop. It's about having the credential so that I can be involved in litigation where the cop screwed up. Because now I know because I'm an internet cop too. So it's... Hmm. When do you get to be a time cop? Because those are the cool ones. Time lords, I think, is... Uh, nah, it's something different. Oh. Also pretty cool, though. How you like my Doctor Who jokes, Jason? I'm, I'm making them more and more. He, he doesn't get those. I appreciated them. <laughs> I want to find these hackers, because they're going to need counsel. Because <laughs> they done goofed. We backtraced their IPs, and the internet police are on the way to their house. They were only they behind four firewalls. That's not enough. I wrote... got to be behind seven. at least seven. No, because as we all learn from watching crime dramas... The more hands you have on the keyboard when you're, yes. when you're fighting the hackers, the better. Faster. And we have a whole lodge of hands. They it's were a whole using, grand lodge of hands. We're using one of Tony's keyboards with the 36 yes. F- F1 no, buttons. We done found you. We backtraced no, it. Can you imagine how disappointing? Okay, the guys take the time. You, you remember and, and how they, I, they learn the, the whatever algorithm they need to be able to log into this website and they find that we're having here's a the algorithm they need. That's <laughs> the big <laughs> secret is our we're, we're changing where we get our bacon from. I mean, here's the algorithm they needed. Was with the algorithm they needed was probably username, user, password, password. Yeah. Yes, admin one. To be a little bit fair to this Catholic tabloid thing that was no, reporting this, not. is is. It was the it was one of the Grand Lodges in France, and historically, part of the reason they're not recognized beyond the whole atheists and women thing is because they're incredibly involved in politics. Not not incredibly by social standards, but by Masonic standards, because they're involved at all. Um, and they are like French Grand Lodges tend to be very much intermixed in French politics. George W. Washington just stuck his head up, looked around, and put it back down. Hmm. So. Well, he heard Masons in politics, and he popped up and then realized it was the French, and no one cares, and then he went No, he thought you were talking about him. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, like, Uh, they got, like, minutes. Like, 
I, I, like they were like I don't think they've got like any blackmailable material. I, they did say they got you know all of the degree they, work. They got the pancake recipe. No, we didn't. Never let the French have that. And they got the French degree work, so it's they not Preston Webb. So down. it's not ours. Why would they have their degree work online? I mean, you don't. We have it. We online. have it online. But why? It's a good question. So we can say I don't know. Can you call the I Grand mean, Master and ask him uh, why? We've been asking the Grand Lodge the same question since long before the show ever aired, and never really got a good answer. Because I've always went right. Wait, what? Nope, nope. One of these things is breaking. That one. Did y'all hear that? Like when a Grand Lodge member's here, like whenever they get to that part in the degree, I'm just staring him in well, the eye. But the, the only counter argument I got to that was it's no different from the monitors we print. To which I opened up a monitor and showed all of the pages that are blank with maybe a yes. picture or a star on them. Yes. The ritual that we have available online is not, it's not. It's everything. It's, it's word It's not for redacted. Word. There's no just, blacked out yeah. portions. Yeah, it's just no out stars. There. Now, you do have to uh, call the Grand Lodge or email them to ask for a copy. So oh, it's not like publicly oh on the website. Well, I'm sure that there won't be any accidental. I guess the purpose Jason, of Jason, an email be... is incredibly hard to fake. Just so you know. I've gotten email from myself before that I didn't send. How hard could <laughs> it be? Incredibly. It's it's so hard to fake. It's harder. It's almost as hard as if I want to send you a letter through the U.S. Postal Service and make you think it came from someone else. Mm. It's that level of spoofing. It is very difficult. Actually, it's, it's easier incredibly. because if you want me to think it actually came from that city, you got to take it to that actual city to get it postmarked. Yeah. So the email is actually easier. Just saying. Well, I so, personally just I, I don't bother with that. I usually just put the return address as whoever it is I'm trying to send it to, and then don't and put then a stamp just don't on put it. A stamp on it, and mm -hmm. it finds its way there. It's brilliant. Um, then yeah. I call the postal police. Um, I guess that would risking help twenty years in jail for yeah. mail fraud yeah. to save forty eight cents. Yeah. I send a lot of it's, mail it's, though, uh, so it's valuable. Yeah. Then the internet police at Harlan's house and the postal police will have a shootout. <laughs> one will have fake internet guns, and the other one will have real ones. We'll see what happens. But they can't shoot the ones on the internet because they're everywhere. Yes. We, oh, well, are, they can shoot we are legion. We do not forgive. I've seen this movie forget. one time. Unless you unplug us and then we are no more. <laughs> you saw this movie one I time? I saw this movie one time. It was called The Net. Time Cop? The Net. Oh. Had Sandra Bullock oh, in yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that movie. That was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to mess with internet people. It was a, it was a thriller. Yeah. They can make it like you don't have a bank account. They can yes. have somebody else own your house. <laughs> yes. It's bad. Just a little bit of hacking is all it takes. Uh, Only 4chan is which, capable of that level of hacking. Uh, I keep telling you guys this. Brother Squared thinks that uh, someone stole his identity and bought a house. So. That was him. Did he not remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Does he really? Has he been drunk for that many months? Because... Is he is he to the point now to where he realized that house is such a catastrophe that he's just going on like he didn't even do all that? Uh, no, this is this is like another house like on the other end of the state. Um, and he found out when the cable company called to confirm his appointment for cable installation. <laughs> and wow. he was like, what are you talking about? And then they had used his name and social security number and oh, whatever. To, oh, so yeah. did he contact the real police? Well, I, As opposed to the he internet called police. me and I told him, well, go see <clears throat> on your credit report if there's a mortgage on it mm -hmm. that's not yours. That would be, that'd be indicator number one. And did he? Uh, yeah, but he never called me back, so I don't know. What? I'm assuming it's fine. Start that story without knowing the ending. Well, he's probably dealing with it right I gotta now. Gotta leave you in suspense for next week. You're supposed to end on a cliffhanger, Jason. I guess that means the show's over. <laughs>
Can no, you call uh, him? It turns out that wait, can like, you get him on Skype? Well, can he found it. the house like where the server's appointment was, and it's been recently sold. So he called the real estate agent, and like the guy has the same name as Brother Squared, first and last name, and the same social security number. So, well, the social thing's what's throwing him off. But I, then I mentioned to him, like, dude, think about it. It's the local cable company. By far the most incompetent corporate entity anywhere on the face of Is the earth. Is it the same cable company we have here? Yes. Oh, okay. There you go. And so they probably just got the name. I mean, that's and then not an uncommon it to name. Your account. Yeah, that's not and an uncommon name. That's because the real estate agent's like, no, I'm pretty sure they're good. Like they've lived in this town for a long time, and and like they just had a baby and got married a couple. That's years exactly ago what they would want you to think. Yes, that's they've been setting this up that's for what like Brother ten Squared, years. That's what Brother right. Squared said. He's convinced that somehow somebody's bought a house. With his identity <laughs> out in the other end of the state. Might be Russian spies. It's a nice house, out. too. He might uh, wind up getting... It's in the, uh, it's in the old the old capital, the, the original capital. No, really, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's, it's, in a, it's a nice, nice place. Send I mean, me it's kind of cheap there, but... But it depends on where you are there. No, I'm just saying you can get a much better place there for the same amount of money than what you could here. Well, yeah, but that's because we're in this densely that's packed city, and if you that's want the, land to raise horses on, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm. You better watch out. They might be Russian spies. They might be. I saw. Uh, I saw the Americans. It's entirely possible they're Russian spies. It's a good show, uh, by the uh, way. Never seen. It's not uh, bad. Yeah, I don't have Showtime. It's a Showtime is show. It, right? is, is no, it's FX. There is something on the whiteboard. Really? I want to make sure we mm-hmm. get to. Uh, this we're, we're, we're gonna get to. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, we might not have time. Jason's got a computer to fix, so we got a hard stop today in like 15 minutes. I've only got about 20 minutes left. The under 33 event. That's some bull crap. That is. You want to talk about dividing? I the, dividing. That's, that's the why crap? it's on the board. I okay. We're gonna yeah, talk about I'm, how much bull crap it is. I will. I will purposely crash something like that just <laughs> to make them throw me out. No worry. No worry. In my under 33 event, I keep a table full of old people decoys. <laughs> So that when you come in, you'll just automatically sit down with them. And hey, Tony, want a peppermint? Oh, look, there's an it's episode a of Murder of Hard Candies. Yes. He's, got, he's got Murder She Wrote on the TV exactly. over there. Yep. <laughs> he has a shuffleboard in the <laughs> in the back of. Yeah. No. No, it's a, it's a terrible idea. Just think of how like we would feel. Well, we being me and Bruce, uh, if the lodge did a over thirty three event, mm-hmm. and it, it's just it's so a bad. terrible I idea. I'd be highly disappointed. I mean, well, no, that I had a legitimate excuse. Now, if you want to have, have for. if you want to have an event that like caters to younger guys yes, with stuff they're interested in, say, yeah. by all means. But you can't like but just call say, it. Yeah, yeah it's an event for under thirty guys. You say we're having a um, hookers and bourbon party. Yes. No, he's not talking about degrees, is he? Like if it's no. an under a thirty-three degree under mason, 33 I can do with that old. because some of the thirty-third degrees. One of the coolest things about this place is that like I can come here and I've got like friends who might as well be like my college buddies or, or whatever and some of them are like Tony's age and I don't even think of it because it doesn't matter hang on are you saying one of the things you enjoy about this place is it's diversity of members yes. as far as socioeconomic classes and ages yes but that's one of my arguments against the $1200 dues yeah but your argument's you're not gonna wrong get that. Nope. you will get Ooh. that you have got that I don't really want to open this can again. Just saying, you're not going to get that. There's going to be less plumbers and more lawyers. Just saying. I just think it's a horrible bad idea. I'm glad you agree with me. That's a horrible bad idea. You can aim it towards a younger group. You can have youth activity type things, but don't 
specifically I don't even say to, that. Like you no, just I mean, your lodge can have a land party or something. There you and go. That, that's cool. Uh, that, I was, that I was trying to an, think of some event that would draw yes, and that's like gonna, only those people without saying only those yes, people. But if you've got somebody like like uh, like our JJPM. Who it turns out we discovered was a big Dungeons and Dragons guy from yeah, way back. Yeah, he may back. come play too. Like he just shows up and he's he's you know fifty something years old, but whatever. Like, what's a land party? Uh, it is a party where we talk about the uh, land grants granted during the Jefferson administration, um, and then we each play a game where we pick but one see, of I'd those. Like to come we to play civilization. Like yeah, and we pick one of those land grants and yes. then role play it out. Yes. into the current. It's times. similar to Risk. You, you know, like yeah. Risk, but it's, yeah. it's like, like plots of it's land. It's like a huge, huge board map. It takes countries. like three hours to set up. Jason yeah. and I uh, played that game of civilization in the last land party where I was France and he was the United States and I sold him all of my land <laughs> and then used it to buy a nuclear bomb to blow him up. I was going to say, which one of you was Gandhi? No, we, we, don't, we don't play with world. Gandhi. We don't, we don't play with no, Gandhi. You turn off Gandhi. That dude's an asshole. Yeah, he is. <laughs> He's the most violent person in the game. Um... I played that game once where I was making a peace treaty with the Huns while I was at war with Gandhi. <laughs> As Babylon, which... Whatever. A Babylon with uh, jet fighters is yes. scary. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, I'm so totally lost on it. It's the next iteration of, of the Nebuchadnezzar from the Matrix. See, King Nebuchadnezzar was the don't, king of Babylon. Yeah, don't worry, Tony. Yes. We'll teach you how to play guns, Cones of Dunshire you, later. You, you get to get the, the jet fighters, and then they become whatever those flying ships in the Matrix were called. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's I've the next, that's the the next tech. It's in the next what? tech tree. Did you just say out loud into a damn microphone? I've seen bits and pieces of it. There uh. was like... Like there was this black guy, Tony, and then there was Tony. Um, Tony, stop, stop talking for a second. Hey, banana. Sh- Jason, 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 Jason. Get the cable Jason, toes, Tony. Jason, Harlan. You I've broke seen, my I've heart. I've seen the majority of it, but I've never sat down yeah. and watched the whole thing. Jason, through. get the cable toes in the chairs. Tony, tell your wife you're going to be home about 9 p.m. tonight. Somebody go get Netflix up. We're tying him to a chair, and he is watching these movies. I, get the, no, I didn't know. No, it was no seriously, I get the gist of all of it. We're all. No, you don't. We don't know whether. No, don't. Uh, uh, this no, is why don't. I always play along when y'all talk about the red pill and the blue pill. I just play along because I'm not really sure which one's which. <laughs> I, I really don't. The blue pill is the good pill that you take. Yes, that's and, the one that you took. It depends see, on see, how you define I, good. See, Tony. I play. I, see, I play along. The blue pill, but I really don't know the, what the either difference one of them is. can be good depending on your the blue pill. The, the red pill, there's one pill that you take, mm-hmm. no, that if he took, he and would remain you in the Matrix. For than four, oh. He would remain in the Matrix, <laughs> but he would one. have a good life. He would feel like everything's <laughs> right. great, but it wouldn't be real. And then the other pill he took, it may not be as great, but it would be real. That's a reason that Viagra... It would definitely be way less great. the reason Viagra not, uses the blue but pill. But it would be real, though. Because be everything feels like it's great, but it's not real. Hmm. No, it's, it's real. But you're it's happy. a solid metaphor. No, but it's you're still happy. real. No, it's why real. fake boobs always have... Never mind. Yes. We'll, I know we'll, where you were going. We'll talk about that later, but y'all, I, I just agree really? with you all. Because I didn't think anybody would be able to get that from you. You really know where I was going? <laughs> yep. With the... Never mind. Okay. Good. Um, so this guy wants to join, and he's got a violent misdemeanor yeah. on his record. Yeah. No felonies. Yeah. Turns out he's in the Scarlet Letter jurisdictions like ours... Doesn't matter. Hmm. What do you mean? It's not a felony. I know. 
Well, in some jurisdictions, they ask if you've ever been charged with a crime. You've been arrested. And then you explain about what the crime was or whatever, then and then I they make that decision. Them. Other jurisdictions yeah. like ours say, are you wearing the scarlet letter? If yes, then you can't join. If now, no, we ask fine. in our investigation, have you ever been arrested and what for? And whenever we asked me that, I had to answer about Alistair's restaurant, the litter, and the blind judge, and Opie with the dog, and... 47, 8 by 10, color photographs, circles, arrows on the back. Tony almost didn't one get one. in. He got arrested in that civil rights march way back for when. For cocaine possession? <laughs> no, no, just for, for being a, one of uh, one of one of the protesters, and he got arrested. And, and cocaine possession. This particular lodge said, oh. He was not, not. He was not marching. He had a booth set up selling cocaine to the civil rights marchers. Well, they needed it, though. I mean. He said, lemonade, wink, wink. Lemonade, wink, wink. You told me you were an activist. He was. He was active as a person who was moving drugs from point A to point B. Uh, he was activating so the use of drugs. Our lodge let him in, but uh, I was fourteen months old when Martin Luther King made his famous speech. So yeah, I was part you of were a I, drug dealing baby. That's old. the perfect age. Yeah. Dave no Chappelle. Said nobody baby. would have thought it was you. No one's gonna search that baby. Cover. The perfect cover. <laughs> what are you doing out here selling drugs? Shot my kids to feed. Never seen that Dave Chappelle bit? <laughs> you gotta look it up. It's hilarious. So then I went to the strip club later. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot he called back to that. Oh, that was one of his best specials oh, ever. I miss Dave Chappelle. Um, so, yeah. Uh, no, like, you need to tell him what you were arrested for. And I think your problem is going to be is... It was like a year ago. Yeah, just be upfront about everything. They probably won't have an issue with it. Just no, it was like a year ago. I think I'd have an issue if you got arrested for a violent misdemeanor like a year ago. Mm, yeah. Yes. I, I mean, I would have to sit down and talk to you. You would have to convince me. I'm already set depends up. Depends on, on if the she other had side. it coming or not. Is is that's Harlan's definition, not mine. <laughs> uh, Harlan, I, there's one thing that's not on the board that you definitely need to talk on, and that is Harvard Law School and One Day Classes is just written on the board oh, angrily. Those aren't those aren't related. But How did they get the board? Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so Harvard is the first of of well, not the first, but the first school that you've heard of to implement these policies about students are prohibited from being members of single-sex organizations. But now, wait a minute. Where can the transgenders use the bathroom on the campus? It's Harvard. They don't poop, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, like, nobody nobody at Harvard has an anus. I just figured they had a clo- they don't, colloquia. They don't produce cloaca? waste. What do you yes. call the thing a chicken has? It's like the one pipe for everything? No. It's another Family Guy joke because you love when I make those. When Brian went to wherever it was and then he was looking for the bathroom mm-hmm. and it was just a bunch of lounge chairs. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh no one here has an anus. <laughs> so, a couple weeks ago on the show, I was talking about my my turn of thought process on the Georgia, Tennessee thing about how the, the Grand Lodges that pulled recognition and... and, and how much of this is us standing up for our values and the definition of, of the fraternity and how much of it was us caving to outside social pressure and why that's a bad thing. Because the next step from this is why don't you admit women? Because we, we convinced you on the gay thing. So now we can convince you on this. And so Harvard law school, well not Harvard law school, just Harvard. It's the whole campus. Um, 
is is rolling out this policy that starting with the incoming class in 2017, students who are members of a same-sex organization are forbidden from this whole laundry list of important things, including Rhodes scholarships. So mm-hmm. does that include, like, non-school-related? My question is, it, yes. it does. My question so is, I, I bet it doesn't include the, the women's uh, fitness center or hmm. uh, the women's health thing oh, or the women's curves. rights yeah. caucus you can't, or, you can't uh, belong to curves or yeah. any of these other organizations that are unique to women <clears throat> i i'm fairly certain this rule will only be applied to organizations containing only men uh and no, especially if it's if it's or or a caucasian organization if such a thing exists sure it does um it's, it's called any golf club because black people are too cool for that stupid shit that's that's true um did you get that from, from the Seattle Shriners? <laughs> hmm? That sounds like something we would have got from the Seattle Shriners. I don't think about. so. I just know black people, oh, like, and I know golf. Yeah. Stop Stop with this shit. And I'm too cool for your country club. I don't care. Like, that shit's stupid. Yeah. Um, and... Kind of is. I'm not a member of a country club, if that matters. I mean, that's the only reason white people like it so much. I, is, I think is, a little more highly of you. Is is because it's the one sport they can dominate in, and then Tiger Woods come along just to show them they couldn't. He didn't even <laughs> like golf. He hated golf. He was just like, no, you guys suck at this too. I can do this better than you. Now I'm going to go f- a bunch of b- and lose all my money because... I, I don't know. Anyway, so here's my main question about this. How are they going to know? If I'm a member of the lodge, are you guys going to send a letter to Harvard and tell them? Well, I guess. Like, with our particular fraternity, like, how, who's going to tell them? I mean, I guess it'd be possible to keep a secret, but. If anybody can, it should be us. Yeah, until you're one of the final uh, contestants for the Rhodes Scholarship that year and your opponent does some digging and discovers where you've been going on the third Tuesday of every yeah, month. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just it's one of those things where it's so easy for something like that to slip through the cracks. So then I get followed. So, so you're saying that we're not going to betray me whenever I enroll in Harvard next oh, year? Oh, I'm no, pretty sure the Grand somebody, Lodge somebody would. Somebody see you walking yeah. into a Lodge building or see your car out front. And... Or the Grand Lodge might just give it to them. That's always possible, too. Like, here's a list of all of your students who are members of our Grand Lodge. Maybe the father of somebody else is a Mason. Yeah, I mean... It, what about Skull and Bones? Isn't that... Is that a Yale thing, or is it also a Harvard a thing? It's a Yale thing. It's a Yale thing. But Harvard was putting this together specifically to target those college fraternities. And then, as I understand, they spun off and did, like, these non-school-related clubs that were... Still all students, but it wasn't part of the, the Greek thing on campus. But are they looking at so, are they gonna include the fraternities and the sororities and the, I mean that, that's the fraternities and sororities were the whole point of this. The Masons are getting caught up like just so wait because a minute. of the broadness. Like the fraternities like you're not like they're just not gonna have them anymore. They're gonna be co ed fraternities. They, they already don't have them because of this. And so these groups went and started like private clubs off campus. Mm. Uh, to do the same thing, but now it's not related to the school. And so to cut it, that is what this rule is about. And it catches up an organization like the Freemasons just as like uh, just standby casualties. We're just collateral damage. Yes. That's the term I was looking for. Thank you. So what you're saying is uh, what, okay, so what do we what? do? <laughs> 
Like, like I'm just trying to figure do. out, like, where do we go from There's here? There's nothing you can do. I just see this as the beginning of the social pressures about why we have to admit women, and it's only going to increase from here, and how long do we stand our ground Can't we just be worried about where people pee? Caves? I, I mean, like, I'm all right with that argument. Like... In this lodge, you can pee in whatever bathroom you want. <clears throat> I do often. I use the yeah. women's restroom here all the time. It's a little nicer. It is. It smells nicer. It's closer. Mm-hmm. It's closer to the it's door. Cleaner. It's cleaner. There's, there there are nicer things to look at in there. Not Saturday. People are always wondering there about. They're, they're concerned about the decline of the number of members. I believe if somebody made made a rule, if the United States made a rule, says you can no longer be a Mason. I bet you our numbers would skyrocket. Yes, I mean, but then would, it's going to be full of Trumpsters. Well, and, and like if Harvard made a rule, hard and fast rule, you can't be a Mason because of whatever. That's why our lodges are filled with Catholics. I would say there would be no. There would be an independent. There would be certain independent-minded really? individuals. How many Catholics are in this lodge? That's my point. It's a counterpoint to him where he's saying if you said you can't because be a Mason. Because the Catholic Church at one time said you can't be a Mason, so no. But see, you're, hit, you're hitting two. it from a religion standpoint there. I'm talking about just from a free will, independent, well, I mean, it all tell comes me back to, to an issue standard. of morality. Right. What well, Tony, you're, you're applying that to that American rebel spirit. Right. Which doesn't work in the context of Harvard because the people that are going to school there are going to toe the line. Right. Because it's Harvard. They're, they're also paying a lot of money yes. just to go there. Yes. <laughs> now, if the United States, like the federal government, outlawed such a thing, then I, I might buy what you're saying. I don't. I think we'd probably lose members. Well, actually, we would here because it's too late because it's uh, nationalism so permeates these walls and halls that, uh, like, well, if the U.S. says masonry's bad, it's bad. Big Daddy government knows what's good for me. I'm going to go ahead and quit. I'm American first. Give me another Budweiser, American beer, and some of these Philip Morris cigarettes. I thought Budweiser is actually owned by a foreign... Oh. (laughs) That's the joke, Tommy. Oh. That's the joke. It's a joke. We don't. We don't want people. Ah! Thanks, Tony. I didn't touch it. Ah! All right. I didn't touch it. It hurts. I hate all of you today. All of you. <laughs> You're just concerned because once the show's over, <laughs> right? Bob's coming back. This is gonna be the first four-hour show. <laughs> So, uh, about the automated traffic, you want to get back to talking about that? or no? Is 19 too young to join the lodge? <laughs> Maybe. Sometimes 45 is too young to join the lodge, and sometimes 15 is old enough. It just depends. Well, he mentioned in the question that he also had concerns about paying his dues. And if, if that's a concern, yeah. then it's a thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I think 19 Period. is too young. Regardless of how old you are. No. I think we got to quit bringing in people that can't pay their dues because we say they're a good person. If he can't pay his dues, we don't need to let him in. I didn't pay my son's dues after the first year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Mm. No, I think that this, this age thing, like we set the age and we need to have a minimum age, but it's more for like legal and societal reasons. I, I understand, but what happens... Most of the time, for somebody that is 18 to 21 under that, 
is th- they're coming in for their dad, for their granddad. Yes. They're coming in for a family member. And I'm included in this. And then most of the time, like 90% of the time, those dudes do not progress past their EA for a long time, if ever. Uh, I could pull up my secretary books and show you that that statement you made is 100% true. That statement is also true for Masons who come in at 30, 40, 50, hmm. 60, and 70. They Is came there, in because of a family connection or whatever. Right. They don't progress past the EA degree. Has there been any studies? Or if they do, they never come back. Shit, you're right. It's, it's no, not I an get it. You're right. It's you, a good question, question keep Tony. digging it in. Jason, Tony just asked an important question. We, has there been any, to acknowledge Has it. there been any studies that show that a man that comes in at 18, 19, and 20 has any Harvard difference? Is more Harvard likely to. Is more right. likely or less Harvard likely to started one pass and through. Then they found out that we were men only, and they dropped their inquiry. Hmm. So... The other thing is that most grandmasters, at least in our jurisdiction, I'm assuming it's true in, in many others, most of our grandmasters are men who join the fraternity very young. That's true, but usually over the age of 21 for the most part. Well, you had to be. like, yeah. I think in the future we'll see more because part of becoming grandmaster is that you've been here for a long time. <laughs> Not necessarily. Well, yeah, I just discovered recently that um, one of our people in line for the throne, so to speak, has been a Mason for less time than I have. Hmm. Um, but the other one is like, so you've got that experience, but you're also young enough to still do the job because when you're like 70 something, you really don't want to be grandmaster. It's it's a lot of, a lot of running and hassle and headache. So those two things intersect amongst men who join the fraternity at a younger age. Just throwing that one out there too. Hmm. Uh, but... I've I've met guys who, not in this lodge, um, or who are masons in general. What about your brother? Don't forget. Yeah. Well, your younger brother. My age. You talking about brother squared or brother cubed? Um, He's under that age, so just letting you know. Be careful. Yes. But there, I, there are men awesome that masonry would be. There are men when, that when come into this lodge twenty years. There are men that come into this lodge with grandkids, who. Yeah are far less ready to be here than some of the guys who come knocking on the fraternity's door at 19 and 20 years old who've got I, their stuff you know, together. And I agree with that. It's it's just mm-hmm. anecdotal evidence. I would say tells it's, me. it's more likely that a younger man is not, not ready. And I know most 18-year-olds are a different man at 21 than what they were at 18, but they're also a different man at 25 than what they were at 21. Right. And at 60 than they were at 30. I don't know. I think you kind of set in more of a concrete. Meanwhile, Tony's been the exact same since he was 12. The psychology textbook that I I seem to remember from school pinned in about 25, 26 as being like the. That's when your core values are set. Your persona is set and it ain't changing. Like your your life values will not be altered past this point. Barring major life events. I mean, that's. Like your brain is fully developed. But that's at also that because when you're that age, like whatever you're doing in your life is probably what you're doing from then on. Yeah. You, you can't say it's necessarily just because you're that age, but it's because you're working the well, same job that you're going to go to every day. You you have no yeah. new experiences. But also, your opinions less likely to change on on because something. Which I see your point. Well, but nothing you're doing I on think a day to day basis is changing anymore. I think it's that you've had enough experience to reinforce whatever views it is that you're going to have. And so, eh, I'd say that's BS. 
because I kind of agree with him on this because I flip flop on a lot of stuff from eighteen to twenty. Not not on not on your core yeah. value. Like, but at like some of them. at about twenty six or so, like that's the point where your life history has cemented kind of who you are, and there's not enough time left in your life to unset that. Dude, we're not circus. As a we're general all Luke Skywalker, I've already told you this. Right. Right. I mean, it's that, that's not even the half-life for most people. How, how can you say that? Because it takes more time to un to, to change a core value than it does to form it. Like it, it's So once it's solidified, it took 26 years. It's like Jello. It might take you can't 52 years to undo powder. it. You can't melt Jello. Is that How do you... Oh, you no, you just can't can change it back it. into a hot water and What if powder? you put it in a centrifuge and spun it really fast? And you, know how much, you know how much longer that would take than just fixing some Jello and sticking it in the fridge? Good point. That's That's... So it, it's possible for your core values and stuff to change after that point, but Jello. And the reason you I, just use the Jello analogy. That's why I was thinking of this because I was at a I was at a, a seminar with criminal justice was talking about this for sentencing guidelines and taking into account like somebody's age when you're sentencing them for a crime because the odds of rehabilitation are higher for younger men than for older men. Like you, the odds of the system like changing and fixing you are no, they're still not good. No, that's ageism. They're still not good, but they're higher. Like if you get an eighteen-year-old kid that's being picked up for drug dealing or whatever it may be, you should figure into his sentencing that there's a higher likelihood of him turning his life around than there is for the forty-year-old guy. Like it, it's, and it was based I mean, on that that psychology wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't that, that just be more because the transition from boy to man is, is going to cement that as opposed to once you're yes. already a man, that's not yes. changing. Yes. Or more than likely that, you've, you're just really good at it and you've already been dealing but, drugs since you were 18. Right, and just right, the first right, time you right, got right. caught. But we're all saying the same thing. So it's, risk it's versus reward. Sometime in, in your mid twenties is where like that, that transition to manhood biologically completes. I don't know. I would need to see a study is all I'm saying. Hey guys, could we use the gender neutral term of adulthood as opposed to manhood? No, I'm not doing that. Gentlemen, I am taking my leave. You all have a fantastic rest of the show. Later, quitter. Hey, Bruce. Where, where are you going to Where are you going to play tennis? Talk about your upper class. That's why he, well, got, that's why he to, got upset over the Harvard thing. That's we, his peeps. We need to know where to send Bob when he comes back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's going to help you. I'm going to tell him all about those computer problems you had and how you were smart yeah, enough to Bruce fix them. Bruce is like the computer guy, man. He had a computer that wouldn't even turn on. Jason, I have done a brilliant move. Bob thinks I don't know a damn thing about computers. I'll fix it. You fixed that. Oh, he's going to hear all about how you fix one that wouldn't even turn on. I'm going to tell him, like, I'm good at this, but you know who's really good? Bruce. He already said he'd throw more money at it. He'd probably just pay somebody else to fix it if he can't figure it out. Just admit he wouldn't, you know, but he couldn't fix it. Uh. He needs to stop leaving mid-show. It's his deal, man. Well, he was here for two and a half hours. Mm. It's not his fault. No, it's your fault. Well, uh, what else we got on that board? It's kind of my fault. I'm important enough for it to be my fault. <clears throat> Who's mistreating their volunteers? 
the fraternity of free and accepted masons. Everyone who's ever wore a Masonic ring. <laughs> that goes back to the, yeah. once you volunteer for something, you volunteered for everything, yes, and you just wear them out, well, I mean, the dude, and you don't thank yeah. them. We've covered that at length on this show. And, with yeah. uh, Somebody comes to help you out, and then by the time they figure out how to do it, you're running off. Sucker! Now, this guy had a district position and literally said, like... I'm not going to be able to be here for this thing. And they acted like it was completely and totally unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And so he said, here's your apron. And he did the correct thing. If you want to play with the purple people eaters, that's, that's uh that's major league when it comes to volunteer abuse. So, well, but now they're not going to have a person at that thing because that's okay. And they're not going to have a person at the other thing or the other thing. Mm-hmm. They should have just dealt with it. Like, that's short-sighted on their part. This is how we learn, except we won't. No. They'll just do it to <laughs> the next not. guy. Of course not. The thing is, the Purple People leaders have that incentive where there's more guys looking to, like, do the job, though. So, like, there, there'll be someone else. The job he does, I don't know how many qualified guys you have. Oh, I didn't say qualified. I said there's more guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that is different. I mean, yeah. You ever notice... I think most jurisdictions are probably like ours. You don't really ever see a Grand Lodge position that's vacant for any period of time. Hmm. Man, they got to get that purple star on their belly. They do. It feels good. You want one? I, I'll give you mine. No, I'm all right. Um, I've avoided that purple star for quite a while uh, in all things, either wearing it or being seen by them. Um, Have you? Cause I hear you, uh, you know, you've been rubbing elbows with the the past grand has been. You guys about. sat down and had had AIDS on a pizza together before. I mean, you, you're it's basically guilt by association. Oh, that's is, different. Is what you've done. Oh no, that's different. How's that different? Cause it's him. Oh right, right, right. So, like, it's you know, uh, well, this guy's not like all the other black people. I know this one. He's he's different. Is it like that kind of thing? No, it's the kind of thing where he's as hated by them as I am. He's mm. just a black sheep that was on the inside of the wall. Or maybe he's a double agent. Ooh, never thought about that. You got to think, he uh, I mean, he was the big guy. Mm. He is privy to all those uh, secret backroom meetings. You're right. He is on the board of the big uh, Grand Lodge Corporation. Is he? Oh, yeah. Mm. I think so. thought he won that. I actually didn't check after we voted for him. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that he did. <laughs> we should go find that out. Uh, I can find that out right now, probably. But yeah, of course. Let's look up some personal information on the show because it's very important what we're talking about. But here's my point. Uh, like masters do that too. Yes. Especially our current master. Well, it's because he's got his daddy encouraging him from the sidelines. He abuses his secretary ad nauseum. <clears throat> But, like, I don't know. Like, what? Hey, we got to give uh, Alabama props this nah. week. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. We got to give them props. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they they initiated. They action. let in one black guy in 2016, and you want to have a f- parade. Hey, it's progress. It it's is. progress. It well, there's 100% more black guys than there was last year, but right. still. There's, mm-hmm. there's, actually, there's actually infinitely more. There's not 100%. It's infinite. Right, it's right. from 0% to... One is infinite. I mean, 
Well, it's undefined. Right. Now, if we have it's two... It's of mine. Now, here's the reason that hit the we internet. Almost divided here's by the, zero. Here's the reason One divided that hit by the zero internet the second he joined mm-hmm. was so everybody in that lodge didn't get expelled because it's already made publicity and is all over the internets. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is why they... they that, was, that was some CYA maneuvering. Oh, really? Is it... You think that's what it was? I mean... Probably. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm not in Alabama. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Tom Cruise. <laughs> Allah. And whoever the Hindus worship, thank you all for making sure that I'm not in Alabama. But yeah, that's what I think. I don't know. And you know, oh, congratulations, gentlemen. It's a it's a milestone. And it's an undefined milestone. Prince Hall immediately filed a federal lawsuit for stealing their members. <laughs> <laughs> that's the biggest crock. <laughs> uh, Wait a minute. It was funny to me. Was that a joke or are you serious? <laughs> no, it's a it joke. Was a, okay. It was, <laughs> it was a segue was. into another topic about the allegation that Prince Hall Lodges are actively dissuading black masons from joining the Grand Lodge as opposed to the Prince Hall Grand Lodge. Do you see, Tony? That's how you do a segue. Do you yeah. see? Did you learn anything? It didn't really work when I had to explain it. That's all we were doing. Well, I was thinking you were just going to go on with it. But yeah, why no, wouldn't I mean, they? they? They should dissuade. No. They sh- no. Because they, they run a risk of... No. They, okay, explain. Why would they not... Why would they want uh, a potential member of theirs would you feel to join ours? Now, let's just well, say Well, around you. here, uh, it would be because our standards are so much lower than the <laughs> Prince Hall Grand Lodge that they... Yeah. Yeah. What, no, let's just say you is is a... I, I feel safe to say that you are a uh, fine, upstanding young man, standard white dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you got an Indian in you. I can't tell. He sells propane and propane accessories. You don't get white much guy, whiter uh, than me. Nailed it. Yeah, I'm, I agree. I've seen you. I'm wh- I'm so white that when people do come up and talk to me, half the time they they make assumptions about me because they think that I'm going to be that typical. You sell propane and propane accessories. Right. And so then when they start to go God, off. Dang it, Bobby. Yeah. Anyway, um, so let's say you had a couple friends that were members of a lodge. You not knowing anything about Freemasonry. Put in a petition. You go to meet some of the other members so they can do your interview and such. And they immediately start telling you, no, 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 no. This ain't the lodge for you. Your lodge is over there. You need to go over there. This is not the lodge you want. No, my friends belong to this lodge. This would be the one I'd want to belong to. That wouldn't make you feel awkward or weird or, you know, you think that's right? You think that's what they ought to do? No, I don't think they ought to do. I think the man ought to be able to petition whatever lodge he wants to petition. Yeah, but what the, I mean, like. I feel the same way if a white man wants to petition Prince Hall. They let him in if he's a good. But what the topic is about is about steering Although, to one lodge or the other. Yeah, according I, I to could see race. the Prince Hall Grand Lodge being guilty of this in, in a case like Tony's, though. Like, I'm pretty sure if you went to... Well, they're going to think he's a government plan that, of some that sort. lodge we went bowling with uh, a while back yeah. and, and filled out on your occupation that you sell propane and propane accessories, they would probably refer you to the regular Grand Lodge. Oh, well, now they're the regular one. The regular Grand Lodge. Mm. <laughs> Yes, they're regular to us. That is that is the appropriate vernacular. Oh, I thought it was we called them State Grand Lodge. No, the regular Grand Lodge. If you're in a regular Grand Lodge, if you're part of Prince Hall, I don't know what the terminology would be. What what would our term? If, if I was a Prince Hall Mason, 
how would I refer to? Uh, I'm pretty sure they masons. say state. They call them state masons. State Grand Lodge. State Grand Lodge masons. Yeah, but they have a I grand so. state Grand Lodge. No, I don't know. I saw that on some. Is there a Prince Hall from guy from a out Prince there Hall. that can answer this question for us? Yeah, please. seriously, help That's, me out. I'm, yeah, I, I really did see that from a Prince Hall Mason on one of the. And they call them state Grand Lodge. But I'm interested, like in a in a broader like. If if you've listened this far into the show and you God are affiliated you. with Prince Hall, that's an interesting question. I, I really don't know. Uh, how does the Prince Hall Grand Lodge in your jurisdiction refer to the other Grand Is it just the other Grand Lodge? Or the not? Racist Lodge? Now, you can go know. be a member of the Racist Clan Lodge. I, I don't really know how, how you would do I that. I don't look at the Prince Hall Masons in as Alabama, being... In Alabama, you ain't wrong. I don't look at um, Prince Hall Masons as being racist. Do you think all Prince Hall Masons look I'm not at saying that. us as being racist? No. No, no they I don't. don't. I'm, I'm not sure. saying that. In Alabama, they might, because Alabama. Uh, same thing in Georgia. They might, you know. It, no, I don't think they do. And then, like, you, like, there's also this fine line you've got where if you've got a black guy who doesn't know anybody, like, I feel like you have to make him aware of the Prince Hall Lodge's so that he can make a decision without steering there, which I don't know how you do. Like, I don't, like... You don't. He we're glad lodge. to have you, but you might be more comfortable with your own kind. That's not going to no, come no, off I, right, no matter how you... That's not what I'm saying. Think. Like, I want him to be aware of the entire landscape before he joins. If if he doesn't have a... Now, if he knows somebody here or something mm-hmm. like... Like, if he just come off the internet or something, that's different than if he knew somebody here or whatever. Like, I just... This is also why inner jurisdictional stuff is so important and we need to get past this in the southeastern areas of the country where a man should have the ability to join whatever lodge and if he discovers that that's going to be an issue for him later he has the ability to go affiliate with the other yeah well and here's a problem you have in some of the northern states is because they've become so integrated one lodge has gained superiority over the other one so like in some states the prince hall masons in that state are are really struggling for members because they are so integrated it's not a thing which maybe at some point they should just consolidate completely uh that that i think that's the long game in most jurisdictions but like so sometimes in those northern states like you kind of want to steer a guy who would be good for them over to there because they need him much more than you do but then I don't think there's any way you can have that conversation with a man without in the back of his head saying, yes. this racist motherfucker. And I mean, like, the whole the whole fact that we have two Grand Lodges in each jurisdiction is kind of a uncomfortable remnant of history. So I think the long game eventually is for there to just be one Grand Lodge in each jurisdiction. But it, you can't just do that because you've got two Grand Lodges that have centuries of history and tradition and, and their their whole thing going on. Well, neither one of them want to give up power to the Correct. other one either. But over time, I think that's just the natural thing that's going to happen. And I don't know that in every jurisdiction it would be the state, other, whatever Grand Lodge we want to call it, that, that wins out in that. I think over time it's just whichever one has more influence, but I still think it's an integration and and it'll happen naturally. It might take a century for it to happen in the first place. And so by the time it happens here, you know, we'll be like colonizing. Georgia won't even be a part of the United States anymore. They will be a part of Pan America. I think it's going to be done out. I don't think it's going to be done out of goodwill and Hey, let's 
I'd put the past, and I think it's going to be done out of necessity. If mm. if the if It'll a certain happen. state, I don't know, man. I mean, like, how many years? It'll just happen. When well, our, like, we still be hating black people as white people. Like, how long can that much longer can that possibly go on? We need to find somebody new to hate. Mm-hmm. Well, we we do. They're they're Arabs. Yes. So okay. So yeah, black and white unite against the, the brown people. Then let's yes. do that. Yeah. Those uh. All of them. What the, <laughs> the Mexicans coming up and taking your gerbs. They're taking them from the black do. man, too. <laughs> so, no, I, I think it'll just it'll just happen naturally. And somehow, I'm sure that the Irish will get included in the brown people well, hatred. Yeah. So I'm kid, not sure like, how. But. Kids and grandkids, you, you let this go forward a century. At some point, the guys in the Grand Lodge are going to be looking at each other like, why the hell are we doing this? Let's just, let's just combine these and, and go on. Because the more those, those Grand Lodges integrate, and the more time passes by, the less relevant the distinction becomes until eventually... Well, you see, I don't ever see that happen. I think what's going to wind up happening in a lot of places is you're just going to have Prince Hall Mason, and you're going to have whatever you want to call our thing, and, and it's just going to be like completely like... It'll be like the like FNAM. Intermixed. It'll be the FNAM versus AFNAM, where you've got states that have both, and no one knows what the difference is anymore, but, but they be held like on to the label. Similar demographics in both as far as race. Yes. They held on to the label, but, they're but just, they don't know why. It's so like, you know, hundreds of years from now, they're like, well, this is a Prince Hall affiliated Lodge. I don't really know. There's some history behind it, uh, but really it's not relevant today. Kind of like we do with the AF and AM thing. Like, even if you know the history behind it and you're explaining it to somebody, why oh, your lodge is different. Oh, I always tell new guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's really complicated. Ask me it after is. you get your third, and I'll explain it to you, and they always forget, thank yes. God. I've never once had to explain <laughs> and, that. And I think, but I think it'll become the same thing, where it'll be, why is this a Prince Hall Lodge and this one not? Well, mm-hmm. you can go read about the history and learn about it, but Back today, when there used to be black and really white matter. people instead of this mocha color everyone is now. Yeah. And I think that's what will eventually happen. At one time, interracial marriages were actually against the law. Today, you see more and more interracial. You don't even think about it. I don't think about it when you see that. And as more and more interracial marriages occur, then it begins to be a less of a thing. Well, that's me, how that's, racism that's, will that's why, eventually uh, die. That's why in the state of Georgia, they have sponsored a bill where you have to take a DNA test to make sure you're 100% pure white before you can marry another 100% pure white person to preserve the race. Really? No. Oh. I was. It's a correlation test. Was it a segue? No, it's a correlation to Germany. Germany and had to preserve the area. Oh, race. I got you. Okay. Yes. One drop. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that that's kind of where I see the jurisdictions intermingling going long term. Is there will always be the label, but it'll be like the ancient versus just regular free it's and pointless. accepted. I like won't be here to see it, and neither will my kids in the South anyway. Correct, but. Uh, that's, I mean, that's the path and it's the right path. It's a long one, but it's, it's the way that it'll go and it needs to go. Whatever is the information on that and those hacked, uh, His, Mason computers. Historically, Freemasonry has this, this crazy tendency to, to do what it needs to do to survive. Like it, it always follows the right path as an institution and it may not appear to be that way at the time when it's all happening. And that's why Tennessee ain't letting the gays in. But when you look back, like, at the history of our fraternity, you can kind of put yourself in any given time frame and think about, like, what people were saying at the time and how uncomfortable it was. But when you look at it on the whole, you can see the path that the fraternities followed. 
to survive in through a history where that no one no one else has. We've outlived countries. We've outlived other organizations. Some religions, like it's the fraternity is incredibly long lived for what it is. When you consider how many times in history it should have just ceased to exist and somehow finds a way to keep creeping along, but like a virus, um, you can't really wipe us out. Life finds a way. Yeah, life does. Organizations don't. Well, that's except this one. That's why a, we need to all be females. It's a living just like in organization. Park. All right. Anything else you want to just talk about? Jurassic World again. No, Jurassic Park. God, what a terrible movie. Jurassic Park? No. Jurassic World. Jurassic World was good. It's yeah. stupid. You just got to turn off your brain. It's like wanted. You can't think about it. You don't you know if you think about it, it's horrible. You just watch it. You just ah, let it happen to you. Bad. You just you just lay there and, and let it happen to you. It's bad. It was almost as bad as that movie with the curved bullets and the textile. That was one. That's the, the one I just code. said. You Is just. It? I don't even remember what yes. that movie's called. I remember just saying, "I paid for tickets to this. I'm going to sit here." Oh no, you don't pay for it. No, you watch it on cable. You no, just I wouldn't let it saw it when it came you. out. No, you, you just let it happen. Most to you. most movies with Morgan Freeman in them, like I see them in the theater when they come out. It's, no, no, no. See, that's thing. where you went wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I have to go to the temple to look upon God. You it's, just. Oh. Mm. You see what uh, I did there? Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> I didn't like it, but I saw it. Although I didn't see Lucy yet that he was in, and I've been told I really, really need to see that movie. So no, but like, I don't know. Like you just—that's just a movie you can't think about, dude. If you mm-hmm. think about it, if you think about it for one second, it falls apart. If you just like turn your brain off and actually just let the thing happen to you, mm-hmm. then it's a good. movie. I don't know how it can be that bad. You're talking about a guy that loves those low-budget sci-fi films with, like, Sharktopus and, and Piranodactyl and so Because on. when you're watching those, you're thinking about how bad it is. It's funny to you how bad, like, somebody actually made this. Like, they've spent yeah. money to put this on my television. This yes. is ridiculous. You're laughing at the ridiculous of it all. Ridiculousness of it all. You're not, like, watching it like there's really a Sharktopus. Well, no, I, I, I do do a lot of laughing at it. But I also appreciate, like, the actors that are there. Because it's it's you can see how they're so horrible. But no, you can see how good of an actor somebody is in those movies very mm. clearly. Because when the circumstances are so ridiculous, and this whole movie is so ridiculous, and you, that one guy like pulls the role off like just really well, considering all the circumstances, you're like that guy's gonna be a hot shot. And invariably, in in ten years later, like he's in like big like a title movies because he got to start there and other people who were looking for actors like that guy could hold a straight face about the piranha doctor but and do this whole see, thing but when you're watching the movie like even with that yeah. like you're still looking at the aspect yes. of making the yes. movie you're not just letting the movie happen to you you're no. still doing mind work on the people that, eh, that got paid for this and so on depends on the movie a movie like wanted you just have to I say can't. all right bullets curve i don't like i'm not thinking I, about I've it tried i i like, I, I got past hmm. the curving bullets thing i got hmm. past that early on there's more fantastical things that happen in other movies and then you can't think about the stuff you saw five minutes ago like you can't try to piece together a plot there's no plot it's just it's you're just in a car ride and you're looking out the window and then like you're the, just looking out the window the, the the binary code with the errors in the loom like how, how's it how's it convert is it you is that ascii no, you is don't. it utf8 is see, it is you it see what, what you're doing do you see you're not letting it happen to you I mean, he when, can do it. That's that's why a, he can do it. He can just phil- do it. There was an important philosophical question that that movie could have answered, and it never tried. 
which is what encoding does the computer architect of the universe use? They weren't even going for that. They weren't that, even going for that. They were trying me. to pull an Assassin's Creed type thing. The 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 encoding question is a it's a very deep and passionate argument that nerds have. I just had a revelation. A very deep The Afterlodge podcast is the Mystery 3000 Theater. Yes. Of life. What's in my ear? <laughs> One of those oh, babble oh, fish. Oh, some, some, we put it, a babble fish in there so you can understand in my things. Ear. Okay, you're the After Lodge podcast is the Mystery 3000 of Masonry. That's weird. We we we, we find absurdity in everything. In everything and yes. just comment on life as it unfolds. Yes. Like Israel Regardi. Huh. Come on, that's pr- come on. That was good. That, that was, was pretty cool. I appreciate it, Tony. Jason's just looking at me blankly. He started but, the music. You're this, still talking. That's why he's looking at That's you. because he's worried. <laughs> I'm going to try to get it fixed before he gets back. When you get back out there, Bob's going to be here. No, yeah. we would already hurt him. He's not back yet. Put a close to episode 124 of the After Lodge podcast. Uh, we made it to the end. Down a man. But 75% of us survive. Mm, I don't know, man. I'm at least 50% dead. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode of the After Lodge podcast at www.afterlodge.com. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Hang out with us on IRC at irc.snoonet.org. Pound sign, Freemasonry. I've been back there. That channel's bumping. We shoot shoot ducks a lot. Don't ask. You just got to come check it out. Uh, Of course, the best place to find us is on the Freemasonry and After Lodge subreddits. Get on Reddit and engage in the chicanery. See you next week, brothers. Later. Have a good one. How's your butthole today? It's all right. Harlan? Yep. Bruce? It's uh, it's a little bumpy. Average? Okay. We're a little good. bumpy. Bumpy? Yeah.
Is that from the herpes simplex like virus bumps or, or small bumps? hemorrhoids? Uh, I think it's a little column A, a little column B. Uh, J- Jason and I just asked the exact same question in a different way. I love well, that. How did, how did this come up? What, what does, what's I, I don't know. Jason, what's, what's the deal with you and dudes' assholes?